Good morning. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is D2. Is there anyone else on the line this morning? Good morning, D2. It's grateful, Deborah Evans. Hi. Good morning. How are you? I'm well in yourself. I'm great. Thank you. Happy Thursday, the last Thursday of the month. Uh huh. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Good morning, Good morning, D2. It's Yolanda. Good, good morning. morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday, morning. everybody. Happy Thursday, Sister Tracy. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Good morning and happy Thursday. It is the end of February, and welcome to Declare Victory. Is there anyone else on the line who'd like to say good morning? Welcome to the call. I am D2, and if there's anyone else who's just joined in who'd like to say good morning, we'd love to hear your sound. Good morning, Happy Thursday. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is D2. Is there anyone else who'd like to say good morning? Hey, D2, it's Moxie. Good morning. Moxie, good morning. How are you? I am blessed, sis. I am so grateful and blessed. Happy to be on the wake-up list, you know? I know that's right. I know that's right. You know? (laughs) Happy Thursday, everybody. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Sister Sabrina, um, can you please keep me on the prayer list for um, healing over my body? Good morning. Declare victory. It's thankful Thursday. I'm going on. Oh, mute. yeah. Thank you. You're I welcome. got you down. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. This is Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Good morning. How Happy are you? Thursday. Happy I am Thursday good. to everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Sister Debbie, I don't know if I've heard your voice before. I just want to make yeah, sure I you're not a, a new caller. I, I am. I just, um, I was on here one time. Uh, Gloria Hicks okay. invited me. Awesome. Well, welcome to the call. And welcome to Declare Victory, and we are happy to have you. And I'm just glad I I did a good guess. I was like, this is a new voice. So thank you for calling in, and please, please yes. call in again. Yes, we are thank happy you for to have you. Good morning, good morning. Happy Thursday. Welcome to Declare Victory. Is there anyone else who just joined who'd like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Yvette Marquette. Good morning, Yvette. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Michael. Good morning, Michael, and good morning. Who was the other? Renee. Hi, good morning. Thank you for calling. Happy Thursday. 
This is our last day of the month, the last day of surrender, or should I say the last day that we'll have the topic surrender, not the last day of surrender. But thank you all for calling this morning. If there's anyone else who just joined who'd like to say good morning before we get started, please do so now. We'd love to hear your sound. Good morning, D2. Good morning. This is Kevin. Good morning, Kevin. And I heard another. Good morning. Good morning, JC. Happy Thursday, everyone. Good morning, JC. Happy Thursday. Good morning and happy Thursday, everyone. Go for it. Hey, it's Tosh. Good morning. Good to hear you. Good morning, Tosh. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Good morning, morning, D2. I was trying to say good morning. I don't know if you heard me. It's Dee Dee. Hi. Good morning, Dee Dee. Hi. Kind of helped me have to have the name D2. <laughs> Can we lift up the Brown family? Um, they'll be laying my friend Karen to rest on Saturday. She was a really good friend of mine. And um, just pray for the Brown family, if you would. Thank you. Okay, her name is Kim. Was your name Kim? That was your head? No, Karen. Karen, sorry. Gotcha. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Gotcha. Well, good morning and happy Thursday. Welcome to Declare Victory. I am your host, D2. And before we get started, is there anyone else who wants to say good morning before we get going? Good morning. Okay, this well, is it's joyful. time to get. Oh, hi, Joyful. Just made the happy Good morning. <laughs> happy Thursday. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Thursday. Good morning. Now, before we move forward with this call, I'm going to ask everyone to please meet your line so that we can proceed. Hello, my name is D2, and I am your host. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Thank you for joining us during the month of February, where our monthly theme has been surrender. Each declarer focused on the process, necessity, and value of a surrendered lifestyle and its impact on the advancement of the kingdom of God. Make sure you invite a friend so that they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They are studying the book, The Bait of Satan by John Bevere. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. We didn't have any prayer requests on the app, However, we do have one from Sister Sabrina, who's asking for healing over her body. And we also have one from Sister Didi. She's asking for prayer for the Brown family. They are laying her friend Karen to rest. We want to keep um, both requests up this morning. The order of the call is 
Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Dion. The declaration will be brought by Tanya. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the, the declarer. Again, the order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Dion. The declaration will be brought by Tanya. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for, the, for today is Ezekiel 36, 26. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. Now, at this time, I'm asking everyone to please join me. Let's look down at our phones. Let's ensure that they are on mute. And please keep your phone on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Hallelujah. Sometimes I just need to take a deep breath, inhaling in and letting out. We're just releasing and surrendering everything to you guys. So we say good morning, Daddy. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Lord Jesus. We bless you for this day and we thank you for waking us this morning. We thank you for the breath that you have given us in our bodies for we didn't do nothing to earn it nor deserve it, but you alone saw fit to wake us this morning. I know we're on different time zones and nevertheless, we're still here showing up with one agenda to learn more about you, to get healed, to get to get set free, coming together on one accord. So you said where two or three are gathered together in your name, you'd be in the midst. And yeah, we know that's to settle any disputes and to settle any matters, but there may be some disputes going on. So we thank you for your presence. We thank you for being here. We thank you that where you are in your presence, there is fullness of joy. So we bless your name this morning. And we thank you, Father, for whatever reason we came, God would come. God, to lift you up first, to exalt you, to bless your name, to thank you, to give you glory, honor, and praise. Some of us are coming to recommit ourselves and our lives back to you. Some need some help. Some need some direction. Some need something from you, God. And before we ask you for anything, we want to tell you how much we love you and appreciate you and bless you for being our God, for being sovereign and in control. And you, God, know every single thing from the beginning and the end. You even know our thoughts are far off. So we thank you for the scripture this morning that you would create in us a clean heart, that you would fill us even more with your Holy Spirit, that you would take the stony hearts that we have and turn it to hearts of flesh, make them pliable make them receivable, make them open and available and ready for you, for you to have your way in our lives. We recognize that we are not our own and we are here for you and your glory, for you to transform and conform us to the image of your son. And so we surrender this last day of February, holding nothing back, but absolutely giving up everything, God, for you because that's why we're still here. It's not about us. You just happen to use us for your glory, for your plan to be fulfilled in our lives. And God, we declare that every single thing that you declared about our lives and established before we got here, we come into agreement so that we will fulfill our destiny and complete the plan you have for us. And we just want to say thank you. Thank you, God. Somebody didn't wake up this morning. Somebody woke up feeling bad or sad or broken or hurt or in pain, God, but we're here. 
So we just say thank you. We cast all of our cares upon you and we lay them at your feet. Thank you for caring for us so dearly. Thank you for loving us when we couldn't love ourselves or didn't know how to love ourselves or felt some kind of way about ourselves. Thank you for being consistent in our lives and showing us what love is. Thank you for the people you've placed in our lives so that we can be in relationship with them, in real relationship with them. And every relationship has some kind of um, angst, uh, some kind of offense, some kind of uh, trial, some kind of conflict. And so, God, we thank you that you've made us to be peacemakers and that you've called us to be ministers of reconciliation. And to those that know to do good, those are the ones that have to. And we've learned so much as we've grown, God, on this call and through our lives and through our ministries and through the things you've had us to go through. And so now that we know better, God, help us to do better. Help us to be the one that really learns how to turn the other cheek and help us to be the ones that really learn how to love in spite of the agape unconditional love and help us to show other people what surrender looks like and submission unto you and the truth of the glorious gospel. God, we bless you and we thank you. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you because you are a good, good father. You have been better to us than we have been to ourselves. And God, we just appreciate every single thing that you have done. God, we're truthfully lacking nothing. And we thank you for your word. Thank you, Jesus, for laying down your life. Nobody took it from you, but you laid it down so that we could have eternal life, so that we could be reconciled back to God, so that we could be reconciled back to yourself. Thank you. So we lift up the Brown family as they're mourning today and laying to rest their loved one. Father, we pray that you would comfort their hearts and that you would mend those places that only you can reach that are so deep sometimes, God, that we can't even articulate, but you already know because you know us intimately. You know the number of hairs on our head, I pray. I don't have to ask you to, God. You said you would already bottle up every single tear. And so we thank you for that. We thank you that you're near to the brokenhearted and that you are able, God, for you are a comforter. We bless you for that. So we pray for no words to be spoken that would cause any more trauma or any more grief. And even though people mean well, God, that you would just silence the lips that would cause any division or schism in the name of Jesus. We lift up Sabrina before you and we pray for healing in her body. She didn't say what it was, but I'm so glad that you already know, but you are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God that heals. And we send forth your word to her house, to her address right now and declare that by your stripes, she is healed. But you said that healing is the children's bread. So we bless you for healing in all of our bodies. Somebody didn't speak up this morning, but somebody has a prayer request before you. And so we all come into the agreement of the truth of your word that by your stripes, because you took those stripes on the cross for every single one of us and every single one of our infirmities and every sin, sick, debt, and it was paid. Thank you, Jesus. We even lay our hands on ourselves and anoint our own selves, for they laid hands on the sick and they recovered. So, God, we are already healed. Thank you. We bless you, Father. I speak for healing, not just in our bodies, but healing in our minds, because where our minds go, our bodies tend to follow. So I pray for those minds that are sick, Father, that you would heal the minds of those that are causing stress and infirmities within the body. And we thank you for you are well able. We speak those things that be not as though they were, that it's already done. 
So this morning, God, I pray that you would settle our minds and settle our hearts and whatever angst or anxieties. You told us to be anxious for nothing, but in everything through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, God, we thank you. Let our requests be made known unto you and the peace of you, God, that surpasses all understanding will guard our hearts and minds by Christ Jesus. Thank you for your peace. Thank you for you being present. Thank you for you regulating our minds. Thank you for you fixing our hearts. Thank you for you even um, settling the matter within our soul, our intellect, our emotion, and our will. And our will is to do your will. Our will is to walk upright before you and be pleasing in your sight. Our will is to bless others as you bless us. Our will is to complete our assignment. Our will is your kingdom come, your will be done. So we take our phones off of you. We lay ourselves aside at the moment and we just bless you. We lift you up and we say thank you, Father. We pray thank for our you, family Lord. and our loved ones. We pray for our children, those that are out, that they would come in, those that are in, that they would stay in. We pray for our
We thank you for, we don't think in our brain, but we think as a man thinks in his heart, as a man thinks, so is he. Thank you for right thinking. And we make the choice today to believe you. We make the choice today to set aside the stuff, the sins, the weight that keeps easily tripping us up and causing us to take 50 steps back when we made four steps forward. God, thank you. Thank you for not giving up on us and canceling us in this cancel culture. So this morning, I pray that our hearts are ready to receive what you've given your daughter and what you've given to her to share with us and that we'd be in a place to be better, to heal, to see the captives set free and chains to be broken. And we thank you that none of this can be done without your anointing. So we thank you for your anointing this morning that destroys yokes. So they need to be destroyed. So we bless you. Open our ears of understanding, open our eyes that we can see clearly by your spirit what you're saying to your people this morning. It's in Jesus' name that I pray and I pass the call to Tanya. Good morning. Good morning, Lisa. Before you mute your line, you could please let me know if you can hear me okay, if I'm muffled or anything like that so I can make any adjustments. Thank you so much, and thank you for prayer this morning. Good morning, everybody. It is a pleasure and a privilege to serve you breakfast this morning, the breakfast of champions. I'm so excited. Let me tell you something. I had a late night last night, the night before. I had very little sleep. I mean, mean, it was... (laughs) Um, very little. But today, when I tell you after a good old prayer, I feel absolutely great this morning. I feel rested and I am ready to jump in. Before I do, though, I want to say thank you to D2 and thank for greeting and hosting this morning. And thank you, Lisa, for um, getting us started with prayer. Um, before we actually start, I want to invite you to please, sir, please, ma'am, would you just double check your phones? Could you please please do that for me? I know you, you, you think you muted it and you probably did because I don't hear any background noise at all. But if you could please check your phone one more time and throughout the call, especially if you're going to be moving around because we know some of you are at work, some of you are getting ready for work. And our phones are so sensitive that um, we may we may end, end up unmuting ourselves without even realizing it. Um, so I want to um, I want to share a passage of scripture with you this morning. I'm going to be reading um, using the NIV version. It's a very familiar text. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's a very very familiar text. Uh, but I felt led to uh, read that this morning. So it's Ecclesiastes. Three, and uh, it'll be verse one through eight. Ecclesiastes three, verse one through eight. There is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. A time to be born and a time to die. A time uh, to plant and a time to uproot. Time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. Time to weep and time to laugh. 
a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search and a time to give up, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear, a time to mend, a time to be silent, a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, time for war and a time for peace. That is Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 8. Time is mentioned so many times here, <laughs> pardon the pun, like um, probably about 16, 16 different references to the word time. I know we use time often. Time is one of our most valuable commodities. You can't save it, though we can waste it, and we often do. Can't buy it. I don't care how much time we 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 say we use the phrase. Oh, I'm gonna buy some time back. You can't. You're just using the time. I know. It, I think we. I've, I've said it too. I'm gonna buy some time back. Oh, we you can't do that. You can't can't buy time. Time belongs to God, and God created time for us. God didn't. God does not live within time. He is not bound by time like we are. Um, the clock is. T- the clock is ticking consistently, no matter what you do with it. And here's the amazing thing. It doesn't matter whether you have a GED or a PhD like the good doctor, Dr. Sabrina Robertson. Girl, I'm so proud of you. I don't know what to do. Because she used her time wisely in order to achieve an objective and a goal that she set for herself. But it doesn't matter whether you are, it doesn't matter your economical status status. You could be living from paycheck to paycheck, or you could have so much money that you don't know what to do with it. You could be uh, in great health, or uh, you could be someone that they've said you only have, you know, three months to live. They don't really know. They are projecting time based upon uh, statistics and uh, other, other, other data other empirical data that's just information that has been proven to be true they're 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 using empirical data to state um how long they think a person may have before their demise given the particular dis-ease that they have and uh based upon how long it generally takes for a certain body someone please i need you to look down check your phone you move it around you right there you move it around Please double check to ensure you are muted. Uh, so the, the the doctors, healthcare professionals, based upon how long they know it takes in general or on average for particular organs to shut down, and whatever the case may be, that's kind of what they're they're basing that uh, time period on. But very very often it can be, well, not I won't say very often, but there are times when. Um, the person who has been diagnosed with whatever they their demise is sooner and sometimes it's much later. At any rate, um, our healthcare professionals do their best to try to, you know, give an idea so that people can do what they need to to spend time with loved ones. And here it is. I'm continuing to use that word. 
spend time with loved ones, get their quote unquote affairs in order, right? So let's go back to let's go back to the te- let, let's go to the definition. It says time is the indefinite continued progress of existence and events in the past, present, and future regarded as a whole. Uh, now that's time defined as a noun, and then it goes on to define time as a verb. It's it's a plan, a schedule, or uh, arrange. It is to plan, schedule, or arrange when something should happen or be done. I I know that when I was growing up, we had um, we had days that we had to complete our chores. We and usually those days were Saturdays. Uh, so before we could leave and go out the house, go to the movies, or hang out with our friends, our chores had to be completed. Now, I had chores. I had a time, a planned schedule for me to clean the kitchen every night after dinner, not just wash the dishes. In my house, we cleaned the kitchen. Now, I didn't have to mop every night, uh, but absolutely I was responsible for running good hot soapy water, washing the dishes, uh, cleaning and scrubbing whatever pans, wiping the table off, wiping the countertops off, wiping the stove down because Hazel was not getting up in the morning cleaning no kitchen. The kitchen had better be done. We didn't have a dishwasher. I was the dishwasher and there was a a plan, a schedule uh, or time for me to do those particular chores. On Saturday, there was more in-depth cleaning. When I dusted, I didn't just dust the t- <laughs> Lord have mercy. I didn't just dust the top of the table or the whatever it was, the counter, whatever it was. I had to remove the item off of the counter, dust the item, dust the table or whatever it is that was needed to be done, as well as the legs under the, if there was a table, if there was a coffee table, all the little intricate details. To this day, I do not like intricate details of furniture. Let's keep it simple. Anyway, I'm just I'm just going on and on and on about cleaning. There was a schedule and a time for me to do anything. And so in order for me to be able to go out and hang out with my friends, I needed to complete, I needed to set aside time. I, mean, I could do it very early in the morning. It didn't matter. I could do it later in the day. But I had to do that. And the dishes was going to be clean every single night. So there is a time, again, a plan, a schedule, or when we arrange for something uh, to happen or something to be done. It is an indefinite, continued progress of existence and events in the past, present, and future regarded as a whole. Let's talk about season, though. Season. Season figuratively expresses the changing stages of our lives as the way of life as we know it, according to how God has arranged them. Sometimes we have unusually long winters, other periods, especially uh, beautiful summers. But they are all scheduled phases that shift through their opposites over time as versus two through eight of Ecclesiastes testify. You heard me when I said a time to love and a time to hate, a time to search and a time to give up. You ever lost something? Uh, and uh, you were so, uh, here's a perfect example. I, I have a, I don't have a key to my car. I have a card key. 
it's just like a it looks like a credit card uh and it's black the interior of my car is black and so i was uh out i let someone use the car and uh uh it was time for us to leave now I, I operate my vehicle with my phone. There's an app that I use to open the doors, turn on the climate control. Right now, if I wanted to uh, turn on the defrost, I could start the defrost process right here in my bedroom, and the defrost process would start. So I can operate. I can lock my car from here. I can, if somebody looked like they sauntering around my car, and I could see them from the window, I could blow my horn. I could honk the horn. I could do all kinds of things through this app that's on my phone. And so at any rate, while I don't have a key to open the door, I open the door using my phone or what have you. I could just, because the, the, the card key is on my person at all times or whoever is driving the vehicle, I can just walk up to the car, even though it's locked. And when I walk up to the car and I depress the handle, the, the car generally will open. Now, every now and then, um, the, it will say uh, key, uh, keyless entry not allowed use your car key to open the car. It's just every now and then randomly, it'll do that um, so that, for example, if somebody stole my phone, you know, they'd have to know what my password is too. But just if my phone or the car key is not on their, 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 per, their person, they can't get in the car. Anyway, the point is, is that the card key was misplaced and we needed to leave. We had a specific time to be at our destination. Was the perfect time to panic because <laughs> we not. I mean, I could, I could. It's possible that I could drive the car without the key. That it without the the the, the key being on my person. That it, that is possible. But it is also possible that the system may randomly say, uh, you, you know, place the card key on the on the in the specific area in order for you to to go. Right, and I didn't know if that was going to happen or not. It was imperative that we find this key. <laughs> so there's a time to search and a time to give up looking. We wasn't giving up looking uh, last Saturday. We had to find it. So there are times I'm sure you can relate to that. Let me move on to seasons. I'm still talking about seasons. Seasons have their beginnings and their endings and are all to be lived out. We should expect this cycle and intentionally live each part of God's plan in this life under heaven until we are in heaven where there is only an eternal day. Learn to see the beauty in all. That is your your summer, your spring, your winter, and your fall. Learn to see the beauty in it all. Um, as verse 1 says uh, in Ecclesiastes, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heaven. Now, there's not a lot we can do without us being under the heaven even though you are in your house or maybe you're at your office or maybe you maybe you're out in the field we are all under the heaven everything that we do takes place under the heaven it's impossible to do anything without being under the heavens even if you are under shelter whatever time it is for you god has ordained it with his good reasons for you. That's a profound statement. Let me say it again. Whatever time it is for you, God has ordained it. He has caused it. He has allowed it. God has ordained it. He sanctioned it with good reasons for you. Now, I know 
you might feel like, girl, bye. I'm not, you, you might be ready to hang up the phone. Please don't. Please don't, sir. Please don't, ma'am. I'm telling you, God has ordained it with his good reasons for you. Now, there, it is very possible. He has not shared those good reasons with you yet. It's be, listen, God does it to me all the time. I'm, I'm in a season right now. I have no idea what his good reasons are, but trust him. Did you hear me what I say? I trust him. Because what do I have? I could be angry. I could be mad. I could be frustrated. I could be sad. All emotions. In their, in their proper place can be good emotions. But, you know, out of, out of, out of time, <laughs> for lack of a better word or pun intended, they can mess us up. And in most cases, it is because we are viewing things differently that causes us to perhaps spiral out of control or get to a get to a funk that is, you know, we just kind of stuck. Anyway, let me let me go on with my definition of season. Again, I want to say one more time, just for I, I, if you could lock in on this, it would make life so much better. Whatever time it is for you, God has ordained it with his good reasons for you. Your moment is not, your moment is not someone else's to live. Did you hear me? Your moment, your season is not someone else's to live. So live this season of your life and every other ebb and flow owning them for yourself. Own your season. Be present. So what is winter? Get your Uggs or your, your boots, your, your rubber boots, whatever you need to do, get them. Equip yourself. Put that stuff on. You know, the Bible talks about in Ephesians how we must put on the whole armor of God. Whatever it is that you need for the winter season of your life, think about it like this. If it's the right now, it, we, the sun is coming out. It looks beautiful outside, but, you know, it's cold. Put on you a fleece jacket, dress in layers. So you can protect yourself from the season. I'm talking about virtually, uh, um, virtually, and I'm talking about physically. Protect yourself. You don't have to walk around in in your winter, in the winter of your life, with a tank top and some shorts on. That's not a good idea. You're going to be super frustrated, and you're going to be exposed to the elements. Listen, live this season of your life and every other ebb and flow owning them for yourself. My brother, my sister, be assured that whatever the season you find yourself in, it's your time. It's not a mistake. Yeah, it's not a mistake. It was written in the journals, in the in the volumes that God has written of us that you would be in, in this particular season of your life. If I could identify my life right now, I would say it's probably more of a spring, uh, definitely not my summer. It's, def- it's not my winter. Thank God. Um, it's, it's not even fall. It re- it's about my spring. I feel summer coming, and I'm, I'm super excited about that. So I, I want to I wanna, uh, segue now from that. Um, again, that was Ecclesiastes 3, um, 1 through 8. I want to encourage you to... Um, read that text later on today and, and just meditate on it. 
and think about each of the stanzas um, each time that is mentioned. I want to invite you to do that. Um, I want to I want to address the pink elephant that's on the call in in, in the in the in Declare Victory. Um, we Declare Victory have been um, and are still impacted by the loss of our visionary. Um, uh, her her middle son, Demaria Jabrell Jackson, my nephew. Uh, for some of us, it may have been a trigger for other losses that we've experienced. And while we respect Dion's need for space, time, and support during her bereavement, we also want to ensure that every member of our ministry feels supported and has a safe space to express your feelings. Um, um, so with this in mind, today's call is going to be a little bit different. Um, we acknowledge that there is likely a range of emotions that um, some of you, uh, we have, um, we've been experiencing, and uh, we want to allow you to give voice to that, to, to that today, to those those feelings today. But I want you to remember, while we're talking about feelings, they're that they're not permanent. Um, they're not permanent experiences that we're having. And um, our feelings, we have to, it's very important, I'm talking to me too, that we not allow our feelings to dictate our lives. Um, there are times when we experience um, a particular feeling. Um, we must not allow that feeling to take, hold us hostage and take control of every single aspect of our life. And, and I won't go into detail and give examples um, because you, you, I know I, I'm comfortable in saying that I, I know that you know what I'm talking about. Um, sometimes we can go too far and sometimes we don't even realize it. And so now rather than you commanding your morning, commanding your feelings, they're commanding and dictating to you. And one of the things about um, grief, I'm going to share a little, um, a little bit about my, my process. Uh, and and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to invite some amazing, phenomenal women to help me this morning, because uh, we are going to open the call up. Um, it's, we're not going to do the shared and love life, but we're going to open the call up earlier this morning, uh, and we're going to allow you to um, express, as I said, your feelings as it relates to this law. Now, I'm not a, uh, I'm going to give you a disclaimer, I'm not a professional counselor. I do not have a license. I have a whole, whole lot of experience. Because um, um, I'm, I'm older than a lot of y'all, and I've experienced life, and, and so I um, have experienced some losses, and, um, uh, and so I, I, I've taken those losses, lived them out loud with, with you if you've been on the call with me as I've gone through my journey. Um, but everybody's journey is not the same. So, so it's important for us to acknowledge that everyone experiences grief differently and that there is no right way to grieve. That was so liberating for me um, when I went to a grief counselor and she told me that. Everybody, everybody's journey is different, okay? And that's just healing. Healing from loss is a journey. It's not a destination. Did you get that? Healing from loss is a journey. It's not a destination. Um, but we will not make altars of our grief. And if you need support, 
of today, we can't do a full session with you. We're going to offer you time to ex- to put a sound to that grief. But if you need to talk to somebody because um, this lost here on Declare Victory, because we're a body, right? So what affects our leader, what, expects, what ex- um, affects our visionary, it absolutely affects us. And so you may have been in denial about that or whatever, and we don't want you to be. But if you are someone has, that has been triggered by this particular loss, it's okay if you need to get some help and talk to somebody. You've tried to process it, and you, you're not, you've not been successful. It's okay. It's okay. It doesn't mean you're crazy. It doesn't mean that you've lost faith. It doesn't mean any of that. Listen, I had a conversation with somebody today. I, my, I, I, not today, uh, Monday. Um, and before I knew it, I was encouraging them. <laughs> Every now and then, I will just do a, you know, just do a little check-in and make sure I'm okay. Because I will tell myself I'm okay because I'm really good at stuffing things. You'll, you will never know that something is wrong with my circle. They know. Hey, what's going on with you? Especially that Dion. <sighs> if I don't want her to know that I'm going through something, I will not talk to her. I may not even text her. It's just because she could feel it. All right. So, so what I want to do is that I want to, I want to, I want to set some kind of ground rules for this, this portion of about what we're going to do. Uh, we're not going to do our greetings yet. We're just going to go right into. So uh, we, we we're, don't feel bad about the fact that you didn't get a chance to say good morning. I'm saying good morning. Hey, I love you. Welcome. Thank you for being here to everybody here. But it's kind of, it's because of where we're going. I don't want to shift. Um, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm being sensitive to the atmosphere, right? So we're not going to take the call down, 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 down. It's important that because there may there's probably over a hundred and something people on the call. That's about our average. Not that the numbers are important. It's God is going to be glorified in everything that we say and do, and we thank God for every person that is a part of the call this morning. But we it's important that we're mindful as you make your statement. You know, state your name, make your statement, uh, and if there's a follow up between me, the good old doctor, Dr. Sabrina Robertson, is going to be helping today. Uh, uh, Sister Lisa Evangelist, the Reverend uh, Lisa Porter is going to be helping, and also Joyful uh, Joyful will be helping us this morning. And so um, uh, you will be allowed some time to share about this particular law uh, if you need to. We're not forcing anybody, um, but we definitely want to uh, offer space because when the uh, incident first happened, uh, we, we admonished you all to to be strong for Dion and to be careful about things that were said. And so now um, she has begun the healing process of her journey. Um, we we want to make sure you guys are okay. I hope that makes sense to you, and I hope you understand what we're trying to say. Again, uh, if you want to put voice to any feelings that you might be having surrounding this loss, our loss, uh, uh, if you have any um, questions about maybe the way you've been processing and you're not sure of it, that this is a great space for you to do that. Let me, let me share something with you before we, before we actually do that, I, before we open up the call. Um, and please don't um, take your phone off until you're ready to speak. Also, we'll call your name. Uh, so, so if you'd like to speak, just like, you know how we do it in Love, Life, and Victory, just state your name. Uh, and, and if there are more than one people uh, that state that they want to speak, we're going to do it just like we do in Love, Life, and Victory. We will go in an order so that we have order, right? 
um, it's always important that we have order. But I wanted to just say, um, I know that we always associate um, um, grief with the loss of a loved one, but loss is it can be loss of any significance um, can trigger grief, and it's okay, and we need to process that as well. So, um, what we're going to do is open the call up for anyone. Um, that would like to, uh, okay, I'm going to do it this way. First, I'm going to allow Sabrina, uh, Lisa, or Joyful to um, just make a statement really quickly, um, just so that we know that, that you're there. And then we will open up the call for any of you that would like to um, uh, make a statement or have a question or concern about your process, how you've been processing. Um, and if you need um, some suggestions or whatever the case may be. So if we could go in that order, I know y'all are moving around and getting dressed. I know Joyful is on the road with her grandson. If we could go in that order, if not, just uh, so Sabrina, Lisa, Joyful, and then we will open up the call to to, to the general audience. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday. Um, I am here because you can have Jesus and a therapist. So let's get this work so that we can heal, so that we can hold Dion up as she heals. Thank you. Good morning, everyone. I want to say good morning, everyone. This is Lisa. Um, I love you all. And um, I thank God that we are helpers one to another. Um, I absolutely believe that every answer to every problem that we have can be found and even comforted through the word of God. Um, and then we do that with the motivation of love because the letter will kill, but the law of the spirit gives life. Share that. Thank you, Lisa. Joyful. Good morning, everyone. Happy Thursday. I'm excited about this extra day that God has given us. And that with it, we're going to uh, do what we do, and that is to give him glory. Thank you, Tanya, for ushering us into this place. Um, I thank God for the grace to listen. Uh, that is a gift God has given me. So we just look forward to what it is that he's going to do today. And that here as a um, just the unity of the group. And so thank you, uh, Tan, for leading us. God bless you, everybody. Man, thank you, ladies. Um, and I do want to say um, that I want to thank our admin team. This was this was their idea, um, and I'm just executing what um, we thought would be helpful to you all. Again, we are helpless of one another, so I want to thank our admin team um, for bringing some information to mind, bringing things to light, um, and uh, allowing us uh, this opportunity today to be helpers to one another. So what we're going to do is, just like we do it with Love, Life, and Victory, if there is someone that needs clarity, wants to express, um, or wants to share how they've been, how God has blessed them to, you know, the Holy Spirit has blessed them to get through this process uh, and some things that you've put into place, um, this will be the time to do that. Um, and so the call is open for anyone. And this is a safe Place. You know that Declare Victory is a safe place. Uh, it has been and will continue to be that. Now, uh, if you, uh, uh, I don't want to discourage you, but 
uh, again, there are others that are on the call. So if you get a little long-winded, if you hear me start saying, amen, God bless you, amen, that means you need to wind it up and allow someone else to speak. Anybody, the call is now open. Or even if you have a question on the scriptures that I read or anything that I said this morning. Hi, Tanya. It's me, Gigi. Good morning. Um, I just wanted to say um, I- I'm thankful for you guys opening up this um, topic to be able to speak. First of all, you know, my condolences to DD. I mean, to Dion. Sorry for your loss. It 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 really triggered me. I would say because like I had lost my dad in de- December, and I was super super close to my dad, and it really took me out. You know. But um, hearing of the loss of Dion's son and how, you know, she handled it and how she, you know, we all know that we all have to go one day, right? But for my dad to live 70 years and then her baby to live 26 years, um, it just put things in perspective for me. And it just, you know, her grace and her humbleness, the way she dealt with it and just still gave God all the glory and it just snapped me out of things and it made me feel like, you know, I can honestly, I know we celebrate, but now I feel like I can actually celebrate my dad's life instead of wow. being sad. Wow. So, that's I just want to say thank you. Yeah. Wow. What a blessing. What a blessing. Thank you for sharing that. Anyone else want to share? Yes. Good morning. Um, I want to be honest. When um, when it first happened, I literally couldn't sleep for about a few days because it reminds me. It takes me back every time, especially for a young black man to lose his life. It takes me back to losing all three of my brothers, and um, I couldn't sleep because when Dion. And when somebody close lose someone, when they hurt, we hurt. And I always said Dion was like my auntie, although I'm older than her. <clears throat> and not only that, because she's blessed so many people, and she was literally in my life the biggest and the toughest times of my life. And even losing my last brother in 2015. So, um, and then I got a chance to work with her son. I was blessed um, to work with him during the few of the catering jobs, and we had so much fun. You know, he's just kind-hearted young man, you know, always helpful. I used to load him up with a bunch of food after the catering jobs. I mean, we just had a good time. And even up until last year, I called Dion, and I would ask her, because the boys want to work, I still call them boys. He said, well, they got their own thing going on. They, You know, they're young men now. Um, and so... But I always, it was such a pleasure working with him, but it just hurt me to the core, um, just knowing that she, you know, that she was hurting and then taking me back to my brother. It just, it just, you know, that, I, I, I just, I, it, it just took me out. Like, I just, it, it just, it really, really hurt knowing um, that, that uh, she was hurting. So right. I thank you for this. I thank you for this call and for this time that we get to share. Amen. Thank you, Ruthann. Thank you so much. Love Anyone? You, 
Hey, Tim. Um, I want to respond to the first caller. I mean, the first um, comment. I'm sorry, I didn't pick up your name. But this is something. TG. Oh, hey, TG. Thank you for your comment. It it has everything to do with perspective, right? Because what we think on continually becomes the thing that's greater in our minds. And for me, what helped me was something you said, and it's helped me in life, and maybe it can help somebody else, that we tend to mourn the death and we forget to celebrate the life, right? We've got life of however many years we've shared with them, and we keep replaying that one moment of their passing as if their whole life meant nothing. And so that even helps me now to try to live without regret that I can make memories with people so that we can have those love experiences. And instead of thinking about losing them at that moment, I think about all the love I got to experience with them while they were here to celebrate their life because their life meant something. So hopefully that will help somebody. That was good, Lee. Yeah. Thank you. Morning, Tim. Can you hear me? Yes. Good morning. Good morning, it's Rochelle. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you to the good docs on the panel. Thank you for Tan, the disclaimer. Um, this time is very, very important. Um, I thank God that he has graced me with the grace to grace upon grace. If that, I know it makes a lot of sense to some of us. Um, but understanding when it happened to Dion, it happened to me again. So my whole thing is, if I seemed abrupt to anyone, I just knew those shoes. Um, and it was kind of hard for everybody to be grasping at a person when that person don't want you to touch them. And I'm not saying she don't want you to touch them, but it's hard to digest what you have to digest. Um, for pers- For me, as, as a person that has been there, I think the, the most things that we can do for a person in that situation is show support by just showing support. Some Sometimes just, just texting and saying, I love you, I'm here. Um, you know, what can I do? Not, not expecting a whole bunch from the person because they don't have a whole lot to give. But just being mindful, and I don't even know if there is a such thing, but there is a such thing of of grief etiquette. And I think that's something that needs to be taught um, because I think as as people, um, as we go through things and we experience things at different levels with different people, um, there's a, a place that we should be mindful. Some common sense is not common to everyone, but there is something that shows that we get to a certain point where we know don't cross certain lines and barriers. And I'm not saying it that way. I'm just saying we just need to be heartful, not even just mindful, but heartful of space and grief. Um, learning grief is a big thing for us. So be, say all that being said yesterday, um, I was able to celebrate and not grieve my son. So um, I'm going to continue to fast and pray with Dion, um, and that we become strength and, and strength for one another. She may not, I may not call her and tell her anything that I'm doing, but spirit upon spirit shows, and that's another way that we can do. Um, so I just want to share that part right that that, and just to help us, you know, know that there is a such thing um, that helps us um, without being able to say it. 
Thank you, Rochelle. And it's so ironic that you brought that up because Sabrina and I uh, talked about um, um, putting some putting something together. I think me, Sabrina, and Dion, or Sabrina and I, I know for sure talked about um, we need to teach grief etiquette. Um, I, I know that um, as I was growing up, watching the women in our church, how they rallied. Uh, it wasn't just the women, but I, from my perspective, I was watching women, right? It was the men did some stuff too. And who I just need you to put your phone on mute, whoever that is. Um, and, and if you want to speak, give me one second to make this comment, and then you can go ahead and say something. But I remember watching them. I remember um, watching my mother. My father had a role too, but I remember watching my mother. They would prepare food, and they would bring it to – and I don't know if it's just the if it's just the black folks' culture or whatever, but they would prepare mm -hmm. prepare and they would bring it to um, to whoever the person's house was. Um, I, I know that I would, um, someone, if you're, please, can everybody, can you please check your phone real quick, right? If everybody could just check your phone. Somebody's moving around uh, and you may not realize it, but your phone is not muted. Um, I remember the first time I realized that uh, my grandmother passed and my mother opening cards that she had received and there was money in a card and I was like why did they send you money she said well that's what we do that this is this is how you send a condolence card you put a little something in it and that's when I so it's not a written rule it is just something that you know we do now we can send cash out so different things that I learned I learned from observing my mom I happened to be in a big church at the time and I, I learned to certain things to say, you go over to bring your rubber gloves with you and your cleaning supplies and go and clean up, you know, just certain things you know to do, certain things you know not to say, um, how much you, how much time you spend at a person's house, you know, if you're not really close with them, other things you can do, whatever the case may be. So we talked about that, Rochelle, um, very, very, I, I love your comment and we are going to be putting something together. We may actually talk a little bit about that today just what grief etiquette is if we don't have a lot of comments. Is there anybody else that has a comment, wants to make a comment, um, has a question, or just wants to share something? Um, uh, now is the time to do it. And this is Joyful, so I want to come yes, so I can wait until someone else. Okay, hold on. I heard two people. I heard Joyful and one other person. Who's the other person? Juanita. Uh, yes, my name is Onan Smith. Okay, hold hold on one second. So I heard Mr. Smith. I heard one, the 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 woman that I couldn't hear your name. If you could say it one more time. This is Swanita. Oh, Swanita. Okay, okay. So let's do this. Um, if we could allow, I didn't hear your first name, which is why I called you Mr. Smith. But Mr. Smith, we're going to give you allow you to um, share briefly first. Then we'll do Swanita and then Joyful. Okay. Um, my name is Onan Smith again. Um, I wanted to uh, thank uh, Declare Victory and also uh, Christina Joy. I'm not sure if she's on the line, uh, but she's the one that invited me to the call. Um, so I just wanted to give a thank you to her and um, also give a thank you to Declare Victory. Um, ever since I've been calling in, um, I've been inspired to document everything that I've been grateful for. And this was all because of Christina. So again, I, I want to give a big shout out to Christina for um, inviting me to declare victory. And I'll land there. 
Thank you so much for sharing that with us. We love Christina Joy. Okay, Swanita? Yes, good morning. Um, I just wanted to mention, you know, um, Pam, what you were saying just about how, you know, you watch your grandmother and all of them, what they did was during a time of um, bereavement for others. Um, That's what I'm used to, um, you know, taking food over to your house or coming and cleaning up or, you know, or doing something that needs to be, you know, done, even bringing um, things to toilet paper, paper towels, and because um, you have guests, you know, and so little things that you um, don't, you know, think about, aluminum foil, because people are taking food or bringing, you know, whatever, just bringing a, a bunch of stuff to your house, even if I don't stay and drop it off. That's what I'm kind of used to. And, you know, and I wanted to, you know, during this time, I know that, um, you know, just being respectful of um, everyone's wishes, that's the biggest thing, too, is respecting what, um, you know, what was said and to be done during this time. And, you know, I, I my heart goes out to Dion and her family, you know, I think about her, her other children as well. So, yeah, I, you know, I just, um, as, I'm in constant prayer, as we all are, for the family. So I just wanted to mention that kind of, that was some things that I was used to, and it was kind of hard not to be able to do those things. So, um, you know, that that was my thing. That's all I wanted to say. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We know who to call moving forward. <laughs> but no, thank you, seriously. You know, God, I believe, will bless, he will bless us for our, our intentions, what we intended to do, what we wanted to do. And, you know, uh, it's it's a process. You know, there are things that still will need to have happen. But anyway, thank you so much for sharing that. Uh, Joyful, go mm-hmm. ahead. Wait, 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 wait. Tanya, can I just, um, on the heels of oh, Juanita? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, you mentioned earlier um, when you opened this call up and you said that grief is um, – it's it's not a destination, right? And so all of the things that was on people's heart to do, and I just want to acknowledge that a lot of people did. A lot of people did do. Um, and they served Dion through the graces. Like they dropped off things to us and we got them to her. But literally the process starts now for her. So all of the things that would have been on your heart to do initially, she can still use those things. She still needs toilet paper, I assure you. She still needs paper towels and food and all of those things. So just because the service is over doesn't mean our service has to be over. And rest assured, if you can't get directly to her, you can get to her through us. We're here. So please, if God has placed on your heart to do something, you can still do that. We won't want to block anybody's blessing or assignment. Amen. 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 That's true. Joyful, joyful. Go ahead. <laughs> Don't start singing, Tan. <laughs> I was getting ready to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, I just love how this call is going. So I want to talk about grief etiquette, and I want to um, even chime in with what Sabrina just shared. So this is something that I know I've known that I was supposed to do for some time. I've been I've had a lot of exposure to death and grief. Um, and one of the things I want to tell us is that it's important that you have a circle and identify who is in your village. 
as Shell commented, many of us would agree uh, what we think. Uh, we All of us have something that we want to do. But what I know that is important, or in addition to as to not negate what I said, is to articulate clearly what is it that you want. I live in Michigan. Most of all of my family is in Virginia. And I have told my close circle that if something were to happen to someone close to me in my family, I don't want people coming over. And I say that because people might tend to think what they have, are accustomed to doing or have known to do may not be the thing the person you love, care for, support, want to be there for, desires. Um, I live in a very small place, and I'm actually, I would be on the road to Virginia. I wouldn't be here. And so hosting large groups of people or persons coming over, I don't do that in my everyday life. And so in a moment like that, if we switch to this grief um, mode, you know, like um, emergency response plan, and I've been thinking about that, a grief response plan, um, I've taken this and thought about from a leader's perspective, when the leader has a loss, we read in scripture that God cared for the people when Moses died and gave them time to mourn. And then he called forth Joshua uh, to lead them. He still had an assignment for him. So I think first what I want to say is that as we think about that, there is etiquette uh, for grief and it's not going to be applied across the board. And I'm not saying this in contradiction to just knowing the way that you know, though, is who is the person and what have they told us already that they need? What do we know about them and support them in that way? And one of the ways is from the person directly or from their circle or their group. So I would say to those of us on the call, if you don't have um, a, a village or a, a close-knit circle, you know, pray to God and really think about that because life was never intended for us to do it alone. So that's helpful and important. And then communicate what you want. So um, that's my sharing comment on that. Good morning. Hey. Good morning, Jen. This is Miss B. Good morning, Miss B. We can hear you. I am so thankful for declared victory. I share in Dion's grief because I'm still grieving myself. But having a village is so important. Um, Ken, what you said, I'm used to being able to take things to people and do things, but I'm a little distance away. So I use the Cash App or I'll text her that I love her or something like that. Just know that you guys are always in my prayers. Thank you. I think it was Sabrina that texted me. No, it might have been Rochelle, but one of you guys texted me about um, sending something because that's how I have to do it because I'm out of town now. And, and, and it's kind of painful that I'm out of town, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, but what I wanted to share is for me, um, I don't know if it's in California, but here they have something called grief share. And that's what has really helped me get through times of not being around my family. Um, then having a church family, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't care what nobody say, no matter where you are, it is so important to be hooked into a church family. My church family here has just been awesome, awesome. And they're still doing things and sending things and holding me up. So if you don't have a church family, declared victory is wonderful, but a church family is important um, when you're in having 
grief. Um, I just love you guys. I do. And thank you. And please always include me and send me things. And, you know, I'm, I'm a distance away, but I can do things if you just let me know what you need me to do. Um, I love you guys. And Dion, know I love her and her family. <laughs> so you guys have a wonderful day. You too. Um, I was. I think I heard Prosperous. I was just a talking. I made some comments after after Joyful, and I was muted the whole time. So I, I apologize for that. Um, I Look, think let me I heard let me say this before you oh. skip on. And does know that Miss B loves her. That's all. Love you guys. Good morning <laughs> conversation. I thought she was gonna be on hiatus, girl. You always you are you are something else. No, I'm right here. <laughs> Nosy to be on hiatus. I be wanting to hear. <laughs> <laughs> you're so nosy. Oh my God, you nosy. Anyway, uh, thanks, sis. Uh, I think I heard Prosperous, and I thought I you heard did. one other person. Okay, go ahead, babe. That was Prosperous and Yolandra, Tanya. Okay, thank you, Yolandra. Thank you. Go ahead, Prosperous. Um, so <clears throat> I uh, okay. First of all, I wanted to just um piggyback real quick on what Joyful Joy, Joyful said. I don't know to put Joyful's first name is, but you um you said something that was really really um, powerful because you're right. A lot of times we fall back to what we know of, and I love just the idea of the thought. Like when you talked about Tanya with the bringing home the, over the rubber gloves. Wow, yeah, that's 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 that, that's good stuff. And bringing oh, bringing the food. And one of the things I always remember because it was different was when my mom's when my dad passed away, you know, again, the house was full with people coming over and her sister who was in Mississippi said, I'm going to come in a few in a month or two, because that's when things slow down. That That's when things get quiet. And Sabrina, you're right. The grieving lasts is how long it lasts. You know, there's no time period on it. So a person can always be, um, be, you know, be needing time. So, but um, when you said, uh about joyful about you don't host lots of people in your home that was new and i really appreciated that because it's a new way of it's realizing people handle grief differently and so um you know i was even thinking about like when i was uh i've never been that sick it's even i'm thank god i've never been really that sick but i was really sick a few weeks ago like the energy had just left my body um, it wasn't like a really cough or anything. It was just like really, I had the energy and I was like, hmm. And I was thinking, I don't think I'd want a lot of people coming, especially people I don't know. If I happen to be hospitalized, I, w- I wouldn't want a lot of people coming to, the, to get a hotel room looking at, I mean, a hospital room looking, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I just appreciate being able to talk about this, uh, all all the etiquette and things like that. And I love you all. Don't on mute. Love you too. Go ahead, Yolandra. Morning, declare victory. Um, I want to thank God for yet another day. I'm grateful for this platform or this forum to talk about how Demarie's death has impacted us as a group of believers, and more importantly, uh, how it has impacted Dion. So for me, when I learned of it, 
complete and total shock, sadness, grief that came over me, disbelief even. I could not imagine how it impacted my friend. Dion has touched so many people, so many people. And of those people that she has touched, she has developed and formed relationships on whatever level they have been formed. I remember when my loved ones passed, my father, my mother, and I understand uh, the etiquette of uh, grieving, allowing people to have their space, to have whatever whatever that is that they have or need to have, right? Um, when a person is grieving, I know that I became overwhelmed when people kept coming to my mom's house, you know, hanging around, sitting around, da 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 da. I'm like, would you just go home? So I get that. But what I did not understand, I felt like as a group of us declared victory, I felt like I understood, you know, give her space. Which which we did, which I did. I understood that part, but I didn't understand. It just kind of felt really hush hush, like you know, don't ask, uh, don't show concern, or not. not I mean, we take that back. Not don't show concern, but it's like I just felt like there were people who were able that were in her immediate circle that were able you know to do whatever they do do whatever you guys did and then those of us on the outer part the outer perimeter still in the circle but on the outside I just kind of felt like I was waiting in limbo for some instruction or some direction or is it okay now or can I call her now or I mean you know I, I that's just how, how I felt right um and so I am grateful for this conversation because, you know, I've been wanting to, you know, reach out to my friend, call my friend, pray with my friend. And I just felt like I didn't know when it was going to be okay to do that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And yeah, so, absolutely. yeah, so it's like, you know, I saw a post said, you know, you know, don't ask, don't do this, don't do that, blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking, well, can I understand that? But, wow. And, you know, I, I don't know. That's just how I felt. Well, Yolanda, that, thank, you for, thank you for sharing. You know, it's something about the Holy Spirit. He knows exactly what to do, when to do it, and how to do it. So, again, I'm thankful to Natasha and the admin team for um suggesting this as an opportunity to do that, to 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 have this discussion today. So um, it was never our intention to make anybody feel a certain kind of way, like we're trying to keep her to our, herself or whatever. We were, were spe- respecting Dion's wishes. Um, and just there were, there are circumstances involved around 
how we handled things the way that we did that I'm not going to go into detail because they're private. Um, and so we, we, so it was not our intention to keep her away from people. Um, but I think the other thing too that we, we have to be um, concerned about, or not concerned about, but we should be aware about, and Didi, you can go next, is that given the number, the vast number of people that Dion knows, can you imagine? Like, I, her, we took her phone from her because of the texts and the inboxes. And while, like, you, like people are going to be concerned, and it's not that in people, some people did some things that were inappropriate. And in a minute, we'll talk about what is appropriate and inappropriate. And Yolanda, this is not directed at you per se. I'm saying, I'm making a comment in general. Can you imagine if you know, like, a good, you know, two, three hundred people, like, know them? Can you imagine each one of them coming by or calling or texting you? It's, it it could be overwhelming. It could be overwhelming. And so it became our responsibility to answer the phone for her, respond to texts for her, and you you said but you know, Dion who she her 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 phone is stuck to her hand sometimes. And that was a way for her to process. Me, I, I I shut down and they took my stuff from me. And I was glad they did because I didn't have to deal with any of it. All I had to do was say yes or no or okay or no, I don't want to do that. My my graces held it down for me. So part of the process is a blur for me because they I didn't have to engage. It's like they knew automatically what to do. I don't know if that helped, but I, I do want everybody on this line to know it was never our intention to keep Dion from anybody. We were respecting her wishes what she needed in that moment. And all, every, every, it's always different for everybody. Um, so anyway, I hope that helps you to understand this was not, a, this was not again, us being, trying to be selfish and trying to make anybody feel any kind of way. It was what, whose, whose, whose feelings were of the utmost concern to us were Dion at the end of the day, at the end of the day. Go ahead, Didi. Thank you, Tanya. Um, this is a good, good, good. Oh my God, this is such good healing for all of us because we know the side of grief is so hard. And I'm listening to the comments and, and like you said, grateful for all concerned and never meaning to offend anyone. But this is that that's this is when you have to the concern is about Dion and we know everybody loves her, but it is so overwhelming. I'm speaking personally of someone who has lost so many. And so Demarie is a nephew to me. I, it just triggered some stuff because I've lost so many. It took me back to when my nephew, Kyler, and his 15-month-old, I had to stand over that. So if, if you've never been in this place as, as a grace, because it's, it's, it's not a click, it's an assignment. So I'm just trying to say to be mindful of that, because can I tell you guys, there's no, nobody needs to know details to everything. It's not going to change anything. So be prayerful. Just pray. Just pray and show, if you can show up, show, show, excuse me, show support, things are different. And so I'm just saying it's overwhelming to be, um, to be a part of a process, what I'm trying to say. Overwhelming when you also have to be there for your sister and also deal with the back, back 
background stuff and you know then you have people that don't show up that's very hard in this in this moment so i'm glad sabrina reminded us that even though the service is now over she still needs support she still needs you know to be checked on she still needs things so and I know people mean well, but it's all I can tell you is that grief is so very personal because it's love with nowhere to go. And I tell you that the seating is different. So if you've never been in the front row or close to that casket, you may not have an idea. And I'm just glad that we're having this forum because it's helpful. Nobody should have their feelings hurt after this. And again, I've buried so many people and I know the background people do get in their feelings because they feel like they should have been included, but it's not that type of, it's not an event for that, if that makes sense. So just be mindful and be prayerful and know that, be mindful what you say during grief too, because you can't unsay some things. So Tanya and, and Sabrina and um, Joyful and Lisa, thank you guys for this opportunity because it does matter. And we do need to be better when people leave here because we're here today, gone today. And right now, all we need to do is love and love big. Amen. Amen. I want to share something. Real quick, uh, is there anybody that wants to? Anybody else want to say something? Anybody else? I can, but I can wait. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. So, so I heard Sister Tracy, and then who else was that? That was me, Prosperous again. So I can wait to the end. And then, okay. Before Tracy goes, um, yeah, I just wanted to walk in my office in a minute, but I'm gonna stay on and listen. Um, and I just wanted to say to Yolanda again, you said this, Tan, but I don't know if people heard it. What you said is valid, and so many people felt that way, Yolanda. Thank you for your honesty and transparency and speaking up and having the courage to even say that, right? And that is exactly one of the reasons why we're here today, because we know Dion loves each and every one of us, and she loves big and she loves hard. We didn't want us walking away feeling some way or staying here and feeling some kind of way about being slighted or what we would think has been slighted, which that, again, Tanya says, was not the intention. But because it's sometimes if you don't talk about a thing, it has a way of staying buried and creating bitterness, and then it starts to eat at us, and we don't even know it. So we're dealing with that today. Amen. <laughs> that today. Yeah. Thank you, that. thank you, thank you, thank you for saying that because – you know, all the comments, like after the fact, um, I wasn't saying any of that. I was simply uh, voicing how I how I was So thank you for saying that. I'm out. Thank you. And the thank you goes to you, too. Um, um, you know, it's amazing how, um, uh, well, anyway, I won't go. So I, I heard, I think I heard D2. I know I heard Prophet go last, but but I heard and I thought there was one other Tracy. That's who it was. So I said Sister Tracy, then D two, and then was it and then Prosperous. Was that it? Did I overlook anybody? Cynthia. Gloria. Oh, Cynthia and Gloria. Okay, so um, uh, Tracy, D two, uh, Cynthia, Gloria, and then Prosperous. Um, good morning, uh, everyone. Um, thank you so much for uh, this forum this morning. Um, I just wanted to say, of course, I continue to give my condolences to Dion, and I will be reaching out to you guys um, uh, to help assist in any way that I can. Um, when I first found out what happened, the only thing I did was I went into prayer. Um, it took me back 
to when my mom passed away. And there's no comparison when you lose a loved one because everybody's situation is different. And someone asked me what happened, and I was very angry because I'm like, that's out of order. That's, this is just me. I said, you don't need to know what happened. All you need to do is pray. And I hope I didn't say it in a harsh way, but that's the way I felt. I want to thank you guys because you guys are amazing friends. Being overwhelmed when someone passes away is a lot. And when my mom passed away, I wish that I would have had the unity that I watched you, Sabrina, Dee Dee, Tanya. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Um, Go um, I wish I would have had that, the, the, the dynamics of the love that you guys displayed by taking her phone. I wish I had all of that. And I'm just grateful um, for what you guys what you guys say and what you do and your actions show show it. And um, I just want to say I love Dion and I love you all. And I will be reaching out to you and Sabrina. Um, I'll, anyway, I love you. That's what I wanted to say. Love you more. Thank you, Tracy. D2, go ahead. Yeah, first I just wanted to say thanks to the admin team as well um, for this forum. I wanted to thank Dion, too, for the preparation. The people that I had to support me through this, I actually met through Dion through the mindset that she put together. And Joyful opened the line for us to be able to have the conversation. I had recently lost um, my cousin, who was more like my nephew, and so it was coming on the heels of that. It brought that up. It brought how I had to protect um, my cousin during that time, my brother. And so the way you guys protected Dion, I I saw it because I had to be that person. Um, I was not offended by it because I knew. I mean, so many phone calls with people asking, so many rumors when it came to my nephew um, and watching the hurt on my cousin's face, my brother's face, that I just knew what. Dion had to be going through from sitting there with him. So I also wanted to thank Dee Dee because she opened up her messenger line to where I could connect with her to send information and people were asking for what, what's an address. So I never wanted to give out anybody's personal info, but to have somebody um, that I could contact, I just appreciate you guys for how you stood for her and everybody who you know remembered and, and joyful our prayer lines and this, you know, I'm still emotional about it because I have one son, but I had the opportunity to sit on the line with Rochelle, with Natasha, with Jacqueline, just to talk about it, to have my little cry moment to try and heal so that I'm not overbearing on my own son now because I went through that for like a whole week. I could not sleep. I was shaking, worried about him. And so, Deanna, I just want her to know that I love her. I was never going to try to, like, be all in her space because I knew you guys had her back. But I did text her. I texted her emojis and everything just to let her know when she was on my mind. But I didn't want to be in the way and be overbearing because I had to thin people off. So Amen. I appreciate you guys, and I love y'all. Thank you so much, D2. I think I said, I forget, Cynthia and then Gloria and then Pam. Okay, good morning, good morning. I just want to say um, this, um, when she um, lost her son, um, I called Lisa, and I was just in shock. And I still get the feeling, and I always talk to um, God about it, and I'm like, God, can you... um, 
I, I'm trying not to cry, sorry. And I'm like, God, can you take the pain away from her? Um, I know we, I don't, I'm not sure if we supposed to question God and ask why. But but when you love somebody, and when you have a, a, a true love for somebody, the pain that they feel, you also feel. Right. And I'm like, God, how how can how can you help her? I mean, how can I help her? Really, really, we can't help her. All we can do is pray for her. Mm-hmm. And um, when I see her texting on the on the on Facebook, I I feel like if I don't, and and I know this is not true, but I feel like if I don't comment to her. I feel like I'm neglecting her because I want her to know that I'm thinking about her and I don't want her to keep hurting. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you. Um, Clearly you love Dion and I'm sure she appreciates the love that you have for her. Amen. Um, Gloria, I think. Good morning. Good morning, Claire Victory. Good morning. I thank God for you all and for this call. I, uh, graces, God bless you. Thank God for you. Thank God for everybody who has has been able to to support and for all of the love that we have on this line from the moment. And Dion, I love you, and I know you. I know you know that, but if you don't know it, I know you know it anyway. Um. Ever since I heard about um, the loss of Dion's son, the, the, I, my thing was to press into prayer. And mm-hmm. what God has been speaking to me about is the fact that, and the, what the words I heard him say specifically was even in this, and the impact that the clear victory has and is having and is going to have, this is a resounding word. I'm not trying to be all spiritual and everything, but I got to give it the way the Lord gave it to me. This is a, even in this moment for us. So as we, we have to process through, yes, we have emotions and feelings and we love and love hard. The example that God has blessed us through seeing Dion process through is even in this. And it's an example for all of us. So we do, we hurt, we go through things. And one of the things I, I thought about it one of the things that um, I I thought about going through grief cycles of, of my own in events is one having somebody stationed at the house to take the calls and the phones, phone calls, and two when you go to visit, if you go the food that's been being brought, if you go as a visitor and the family offers you food, do not try to eat up all the food. I had to make it a little bit lighter, but I, I but Amen. those are the two things that Amen. I know for a fact. <laughs> Testify. Please don't come hungry. Please. I'm sorry. I'm going back on mute. That's okay. No, no, no. No, but seriously, I I was just supporting a lady who lost her sister and her brother-in-law, and I was there helping her take care of the sister before she passed. And one of the things she told me after the sister passed, when people came over, there were certain people, and she said it, 
he just tried to eat up all the food. Just try to eat up all So, you know, you got to be mindful how you conduct yourself. Okay, I'm going back on mute. I love y'all. <laughs> I want to I wanna insert something right here. This is a chapter in the grief etiquette book, Don't Eat the Food. Really quickly before Prosperous goes, um, the food, so, so when we talk about how this happened, right, um, there's often costs associated with travel to support the family. The food is really intended for, it's for guests, but let's qualify this. If you live in the same city and can go and buy your own food, then go do that. People, people turn um, the home of the bereaved family into this restaurant, and then we start asking for stuff. You got any hot sauce? You got any ranch? This was not for you, sis. Bro, go to your own house. Go fix your own food. It's for, it was, I believe, originally intended for the people that were going to be there, and especially the out-of-town guests who incurred a cost to travel that now don't have to also absorb the cost for food. But here come the locals asking for to-go containers and hot sauce. I'm going on mute. Do you have not on my watch? Can I jump in? Can I jump Hold in on, for no. a second? Wait, 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 wait. We had an order and it was Pam. I think that was next. And then is that Miss B? Yes, I just wanted okay. to say well, don't Ms. stay Ms. too long. That's the other thing. Oh, yeah. Be mindful right. of how long you stay. Right, right, right. That's true. Miss Miss uh Prosperous Prosperous go ahead Ray. yeah and also I believe I really I was kind of like the ones in prayer ask God to because um you know sometimes you yeah I I disagree with all and some some of the old kind of customs might not always not might not be the new way um I was on a call it's just been kind of a complicated I don't want to take it off too much but with work and this person really really wants to help. And I'm saying very clearly, you know, what would help, and we don't have to do this that much. And they keep wanting to do what they're doing. So, yeah, just really keeping in mind the person who's really going through it. Um, and I'm going to go real quick because you guys touched on something about the staying over too long and all that. That's so good. I I, I need to ask for um, – I need to repent about the what happened to them I didn't do it with Pastor Dion but I remember I did it back it's been a few years ago but I it, I'm still reminded about that mistake I made and I should have known better but thank you God for reminding me I won't will never do that again because my dad uh, you guys hear me talk about my my dad's passing there's things you don't you see when you're going through it it's, it's really like an out-of-body experience but there's, there's things you see people passing snaps around in the in the uh service before service like it's yeah. going to be a movie and right. I can't get that out of my mind I can't get the people you know and people surprise you when you're going through stuff too you know you kind right. of think it's going to be one way and this person grief does so many it has so many other like cracks I don't know how to explain it but it's so sad right. it changes yeah. people families it just changes a lot and sometimes right. people you expect to be there are you know they're not going to be there people you do Amen. expect it's just all it's so much it so is just, it i is. just want to keep you know i'm glad we're able to talk about this um with pastor dion because yeah it does it triggers a lot of things right um, amen. i'm just going to leave that real one. quick amen and go ahead thank everybody for uh for sharing and for your heartfelt sentiments even about you know your your thoughts your feelings your emotions uh, but I just want to say this, if it's any consolation to anyone, um, 
as public as my life is, if not for ministry, I'd be a recluse. I am rather private. I spend 98% of my time alone, like by myself. It, and prior to that, it was myself and my children. Um, if you know anything about me, um, I, I have maybe one or two conversations a day, and they're mostly must-haves. Now, outside of, and this is conversations, I'm not talking about ministry. And as hard as I love, I, I, am, um, I am learning how to handle affection that has nothing to do with any person, it has everything to do with how I was raised. Um, and so long, lengthy hugs <clears throat> stress me completely out. Um, I, I am not uh, super receptive to a whole bunch of touch because I'm teaching myself how to receive it. During this time, the level of being confounded, I have no words for. I didn't have any words for people that I don't have immediate contact with. I didn't have any words um, just in, in not ever anticipating that a person would show up. Um, I texted someone my address who showed up at my house and sat on my couch, somebody that I hadn't spent time with since I was a girl, like 15 or 16 years old. And all well-meaning, she sat at my house for so many hours, um, and I had nothing to talk to her about. Like, we, we, are, we don't run in the same um, life sphere. And so, our, you know, there's, there are degrees of separation. And what it, what it leaves the person that's grieving um, to experience is that you need me to entertain you while you attempt to comfort me. Um, I didn't have any of that. I didn't have uh, keep you company in my heart to do because I was still trying to process the grief of my son. And that young lady sat on my couch and said to me out of her mouth, why am I here? I'm not really sure why I'm here. What happened? Um, in my former days, I probably would have beaten her up. Like, for, like my ears got hot. Because how dare you show up with no information and then interrogate me about why you were here. I'm not sure why you're here. Um, and, and I prefer you not be, right? And, and not to slight anybody. I know, if I don't know anything else, let me tell you what I know. I know that I'm loved. Um, and, and I'm loved because it's seed that I've planted by the grace of God. I don't want anyone to feel as if you don't matter. <clears throat> That'll never be the case. But in moments like this, where people confuse my middle son with my son who had fought cancer and made posts about my baby being dead and he's not, he's away at college. Um, it, there were so many different things that I had to sort through in my head. My eldest son who lived with my son who passed away, what what were, what are we going to do? How are we going to maneuver? There were so many things I had to navigate in my head. Entertaining people, I, I didn't have the capacity. Um, so I pray that you hear my heart. Um, when, when someone passes and people say, do you need me to do anything? Can I tell you guys a secret? I still don't know what I need done. I don't have an answer for that. And there are a million things that need to be done. Um, and if, in fact, 
um, that's the intention. Can I tell you guys another secret? And this, this isn't just about me, and this is not a pitch. Cash App, Venmo, and Zelle are always effective because I may not know at that moment what I need, but the reality is I, I literally exhausted all resources because there are things that have nothing to do with a funeral and a repast that still, right this second, have to be done, mm-hmm. right? If, if it mattered to you, um, I love your texts. I love your calls. The Bible says this, money solves all things. And this is not about me. This, I'm not telling y'all to cash at me. or Like, if that's what you led to do, fine. But asking a person what they need is almost like adding, so I don't know. I have no, I don't know what my name is right now. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I heard somebody say, uh, was, I think it was Dee Dee said, grief is love with nowhere to go. Uh. The relationship that I have with my kids um, is irreplaceable. There's nothing um, that'll ever replace the love that I have for my baby. And, and he was the baby that I spent the most time with. <laughs> right? And so um, I just want to encourage you, if you experience someone losing a loved one, a friend, a family member, um, just say, I love you. Um, I, I'm I'm here uh, if you need me. I'm praying for you. Um, and send a little something. My baby plane ticket for one day was $1,000. That didn't have nothing to do with insurance. I had to move my son out of his apartment. That don't, insurance don't cover that. I had to help my other son get somewhere to live and move myself. None of that is covered in the insurance policy or a victims of a violent crime compensation. I still got to eat and feed myself. The funeral is over and so is the repast, right? And so the support comes now when it's uh, the people call and say, uh, the ashes are back. What would you like to do? Hell, I don't know. I, I don't know. I have no idea. And so to be um, offended um, is, is a trick of the enemy, first and foremost. Um, to feel slighted is, is a little bit, uh, and I'm going to say this because it's the truth, because I want you to be able to process it for future dates because we're going to have a whole lot more funerals. Um, is is borderline self-absorbed, right? The pain that I feel is indescribable. I don't need an explanation. I understand, right? I understand the sovereignty of God. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, did we lose you? Okay, give her a minute to come, give her a minute to get back. Um, I'm going to take one more comment, which will be Rochelle, and then we're going to segue into a little bit of grief etiquette before we end the call at 8 a.m. Uh, Dion, are you back? I'm back. I'm sorry. My uh, my call dropped. I no hope worries. that helps somebody. Um, I hope that blessed somebody. And I hope that you take that part, those things that I said, uh, People call me that I haven't talked to for 20 years. Don't do that. We we, we go way back. Don't do that. Um, don't do that. That's That don't have nothing to do with nothing. Please don't ask me. I'll ask what happened. If the person wants you to know, they'll just share it. Because it, it is what it is, right? But, but it is literally rehashing, reopening. 
So I love you guys. I, I have every text, every emoji, every Facebook comment. Um, you uh oh, did her call drop or is it me? No, no, no. It was transferred to the to the uh, car. I'm sorry. Uh, if if in fact uh, you love me, I promise you, I know. And and you don't never have to comment. Feel like you got to be pressured to comment on nothing I post. I, that that's here nor there because I I know what's what and who's who. I promise you I do. And and if I didn't know before this happened, I'm extremely clear today. Love you guys. <laughs> this this process is wonderful. Uh, thank you Natasha and Rochelle for uh, the suggestion. Um, I'm grateful for people to be able to express themselves. And so um, listen, I'm still grieving. Right. I'm still right. grieving. I'm I'm still here. There's still there's still room for you at the cross. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> you know I want to sing it, right? You know I want to sing it because we just that silly. Okay, we're gonna close the comments with uh, Rochelle and the and Natasha, who are a part of our admin team, and then we're gonna segue into the last few minutes of the call into grief etiquette. Uh, so go ahead, uh, Rochelle, and then Natasha. Okay, can you hear me, Tan? Yes. Okay. Um, I just want to say we are a body of Christ and our chief intercessor is the Holy Spirit. So we can never, ever go wrong consulting him as to what to do, how to do it, when to do it, how much to do. Um, if we really, truly, truly believe in what we're here for, this purpose, then we'll consult him. He'll lead us and guide us in all truth and all righteousness. So we won't have to be bound down by the spirit of offense or shoulda, coulda, woulda. He will always lead us right. He's no respecter of person. So I just want to share that he is the one who we consult. When we have uh, these, these thoughts of what should I do? How can I do it? Did I do too much? I, did I do enough? Consult the Holy Spirit before doing anything, and he will lead you into all completion of what it is that that person needs and, and what you need. So I thank you guys for just go ahead, going ahead and implementing and, and opening this forum for um, for us all, because we're on different levels. But thank you, thank you, thank you. And Dion, you know I love you. Amen. Thank you, Shell. Go ahead, Natasha. Natasha. You know the time difference. She may not be able to talk. She may be with her children. No, yeah, she she texted me. She wanted to. Oh, wait. Oh. I forgot I was on mute. I'm sorry. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for this forum and just thank you for hearing the heart. Um, Dion. Appreciate you chiming in. I, now I know something else about you, nosy Rosie, huh? I thought you was going to be <laughs> off the call. But, no, I appreciate what you said. It's, it's always good to hear um, directly from the person, too, in terms of your perspective and your take. So thank you um, for sharing what you shared. And the thing I wanted to comment on is I heard a couple of times the word offense and slighted, and I know that there are people that that's what they felt. But I want to be crystal clear that the, the reason that we wanted to do this was for people who were feeling whatever they were feeling and didn't really have a place to share. So, I mean, the people who offended, slighted, you know, that's a whole different conversation. But for people who love Dion and 
didn't necessarily have a place or felt like they didn't have a way to express that. We just wanted to have the opportunity to open up and have conversation. And Tanya, you may have said that in the beginning, and I'm sorry I, I, I didn't catch the, the segue into this. So I just appreciate people for their courage to speak and share honestly and be vulnerable. And this is exactly what this ministry is about, giving people a safe space. And I, I appreciate that we have that because not everybody does. So thank you um, for everybody who participated in this and um, just the opportunity to learn and grow together is a beautiful thing. So God bless you all. That's all. Amen. Amen. So as we get prepare to segue into some grief etiquette. We won't be able to um, capture all um, and some of the information, some of the things that we were going to share has already been said. And I'm just, it's, it's, I would like to go between me, Lisa, well, I know Lisa's in the office now, but between me, Sabrina, and Joyful um, just to, to interject some things. I think the very first thing that I'd like to start off with, and ladies, anytime you want to interject, just, you know, get off mute and, 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 and take over. But um, one of the very first things that I want to bring to um, your attention is that the loss is about the person who is most impacted. So the family member, it's, mo it's, it's not about us. We should see ourselves as servants. If you are not close to the family, you, you know, somebody that you, you talk with them on a regular basis or what have you, you want to kind of stay back in the background um because there be there will be generally there are a lot of people and it depends on how you know it may not be a lot it might be somebody that's a loner um but at any rate every situation is different every 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 loss is going to be different right if, if it's a parent if it's a child or what have you and so it's important to be fluid you know what you did for one family this family may not need that. They may, they, may, they may need, or this person may need something completely different. Um, and so you really need to, you remember I talked about discernment last week? Do y'all remember that? You don't have to say yes. I talked about discernment in great detail. This would be a time to use discernment. You never want to ask the circumstances centered around the death. If the person wants you to know, they will discuss it with you. You never want to bring up the, uh, bring up the, you just don't, it's, it's, don't bring up the, like, again, if they want to talk, and some people don't want to talk about it at all, some people want to talk about it because it's therapeutic. This is a really good time to engage your two ears. Be a listener. When you listen, it will help you also to determine and discern what should be done. Um, uh, we've talked about the food. Don't go there with the expect. Listen, oh, here's enough. Do not bring your children with you unless they are related to the person. And even then, if you can get someone to watch your children, do not bring your children with you to go and visit. Absolutely not. Unless the person says, bring the baby with you. That's different. But as a rule, you want to find a sitter. If you can't find a sitter, wait till you can. Do not bring your children with you. Because the goal can be to go and serve. Go ahead, Beth. It's me, Bree before I get on the road. Um, I think I'm so grateful for the love that was expressed today. I'm grateful for Dion's strength, for her to get on here and 
just so people can hear it directly from her. Um, the two things that I would add is don't make the person's grief about you. I think that's a really, really big deal. No one who is sitting on that front row should have to comfort other people. And so um, if you come, come to be strength. And so if you're not in a place where you're emotionally ready, and that's okay, don't come yet. Like, don't come wall sliding. Don't come screaming. Don't come asking why and all of that stuff. Like, why would God allow this? It's not the time. It's not the place. And it's not appropriate. And, it, and it's, it's negatively impactful. So come to be strength um, and make sure that the motives um, are of servanthood. So it's not going to be about you. Perfect. Perfect. Um, if you, oh, go ahead, Lisa. Go ahead. Yeah, I want to add this. Um, I think I haven't heard this word right, but it kind of alludes to how we entreat the person. It has everything to do with relationship, right? It depends on your relationship and your proximity to that proximity to that person that will help you to know through discernment and through Holy Spirit's leading. Excuse me, how to entreat that person to a large extent. And so I guess um, what I want to encourage all of us to do is strengthen our relationships with those that are around us. Get to know a person. Um, If you really know them um, by proximity and by relationship, um, it will help in how we entreat one another. And that's in any situation. But I think that's so super important. Amen. Amen. I was going to say that if your area of expertise is not cooking, please don't use that that time as a time to experiment. Um, if you and and another thing that you can do is is that um, you could let the person know, hey, I'm gonna drop off. You know, I'm gonna get if if you are if you do have if they have somebody that is helping to coordinate. You could say, listen, I'd like to bring lunch or I'd like to bring dinner. I was thinking about bringing X, Y, Z. Um, they'll say, yes, that's a good idea or no, they don't eat that, right? You want to you you bring things that the person will eat. Nine times out of ten, everybody's different. I had no appetite. They had to tell me to eat, right? Um, so the food was there for other people. But, um, you know, case by case basis, um, again, cash is king. Uh, the extra money that you need for gas to go to this place and that place, Um, the money that you need to go buy a whole outfit. I don't even want to go shopping to buy no shoes and dress. (laughs) Um, But the money that is needed or to order things online, cash is king. Um, The money that is needed, like toilet paper, paper towels, but you don't want to get, you don't want to have so much of that. You can't, I don't know that you can have too much. For aluminum foil, um, those plastic, uh, storage bags of all sizes, those that uh, uh, Clorox wipes, um, disposable gloves, I mean, paper plates, paper cutlery, paper cups, uh, water, juice, because um, those things are non-perishable, um, things, like, things like that. Um, and again, like I said, I, tr- I literally have rubber gloves in my, because I'm a servant. I'm a servant. I literally have rubber gloves and wipes in my car. So if I'm going someplace 
thank God I haven't had to do a lot of that lately, but if I'm going someplace, um, and while I was at the house, I said, hey, you guys, we're going to check the bathroom um, every couple of hours or whatever. We're going to keep the bathroom stocked, and we're going to keep the bathroom clean. Um, and so um, we also developed a signal. I said, Dion, you got people coming in here. And I, if I looked at her and she didn't look the right way, it's time for people to go. And I was prepared to put people out. I didn't have to do that. We had a signal uh, if she was ready to go. I mean, if she was ready to, uh, if she was feeling overwhelmed, we had a signal, and then that would be my time. And I told the graces, this is the signal when she get tired of people. We also checked in with one another. How are you doing? My process, and I, this is still etiquette, I, was, I did not cry in front of Dion. I, I refused to do it. She knew I was hurting. I didn't need to prove to her that I was sad. Um, but, uh, okay, I got that, Didi. I, I just saw it. Um, I didn't need to, so me, so etiquette, again, it was already said, but etiquette to me is not going and uh, breaking down in front of the person. My moments were by myself, and I had a support system. My graces were my support system, and I had one other person that supported me, right, because it was tough for me. Um, there were triggers for me, um, especially when I got the call that DeMaria is back. Oh, my Jesus. Okay. I don't, I don't think I could do that, so one of the other graces is taking care of that, right? I only communicated certain things to Dion that she needed to know. Everything else, she trusted us with making the decision. Uh, if you give your word that you are going to uh, do a particular thing or be a specific place or whatever, please honor your word. And if you, life happens. If you cannot, send what you was going to bring. Find, find a way to send what you were going to bring um, or uh, what have you. But please, if you may, and there were people who got sick, like I, Dondria got sick at the last minute. She sent um, what she was going to, what she was going to donate. Um, uh, Grace, can I, I, I say one more thing? Yes. I know I said the last thing was the last thing. Um, oh, it's eight uh, Okay, it's, it's 801, so I'm going to make it quick, right? So the reality is that we've all experienced loss on some level. Right. So we're going back to um, grief etiquette 101. If you are able to go and sit with the immediate family, please don't bring up your losses. In that moment, it's not about your losses. It's not the same. Even if you lost the same um, position of a family member, I assure you, it's not the same. So that's not the time to compare losses and all of that stuff. That's not, it's not good. It's not good. And if even during this process, if you pledged to bring something and you couldn't do it, just still reach out and say, you know what? I committed to that and I didn't come through. I apologize. Because we didn't forget you said you were going to do it. That's it. I'm, I'm for real. I'm getting on the road. I'm out of y'all here. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, um, Sabrina, for that. You guys, I didn't realize it was, it was after eight. I didn't mean. I didn't mean to keep you here this long. I meant to wind it up, and we are going to wind it up. Um, I know that we may not be able, we may not have been able to hear your comment or your question or whatever. Um, we knew that this was going to be a very short window, and just wanted to make sure we at least started the process and said some things to you all that were hopefully encouraging. I pray that you don't allow um, self or the enemy to make you feel a certain kind of way, just please don't do that. This is this is not that. We love y'all. Um, 
We appreciate you all. We appreciate the things that were shared this morning. And we just ask that uh, you continue to pray for Dion. And again, if you want to uh, still make a contribution or what have you, um, there are ways to do that through Cash App, Venmo, and Zelle. I think even PayPal. I don't have those things, but we can those uh, those giving links. But and this is this was not an appeal to do that. You understand this was this was not that. I'm just saying, uh, if now you're thinking, because sometimes um, we we tend to forget that just because we have a funeral and repast, we go on about their our lives. The other person, the person who's experiencing the loss, uh, they don't. They, 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 their life is forever changed. So anyway, with that, have a great day. Um, uh, I'm going to pray us out and then we're going to, I'm going to release you. Father, we thank you and praise you for every single person, every single person that is on this line, the people that shared, uh, the people that intended to do things and were not able to do it, the people that still want to be a blessing. We thank you, God, for, for the mind and the heart that they have. Now, Lord God, as we depart from this place and not your presence, we absolutely do so with joy. We thank you that the joy of the Lord is our strength. We thank you because you're amazing. You are wonderful. You are perfect. You are loving. You are kind. You always got our back. You make sure that everything we need, we have it. There's no failure in you. We thank you that we can call you friend. We thank you that we can call you father. We thank you that you are absolutely awesome and incredible. We thank you that you are perfect in all of your ways. We magnify you. We celebrate you. We glorify you, our God, our King of kings and Lord of lords, out the lifter of our head. Thank you, Lord God, that you are a hedge of protection for us. You are a strong tower. We thank you that we can run to you and you will embrace us. I see us running to you whenever we have trouble and you opening your big, broad arms and you blessing us, embracing us. Father, embrace us with your love. Encapsulate this with your love today, with your joy today. We are nothing without you and we recognize that. And as we depart from your presence, from this place, but not your presence. We thank you and praise you that we command our morning. We refuse to be depressed. We we refuse to be oppressed. We refuse to allow anxiety to rule our day. We make a decision that we command our morning, that we are a spirit, we are a people, a spirit-filled people. We thank you and praise you that we command our morning, that we are above and not beneath, that we are the head and not the tail. We thank you, Lord Jesus, that we are King's children. We magnify you and we give you praise, glory, and honor. In Jesus' mighty, mighty name, amen, amen, amen. Love y'all. Amen. Love you too. Love you too. Amen. Have a blessed day, everybody. Love you guys.